Everybody, uh, Tuesday night, 12th of September, for episode 99 of So What's Been Happening. Uh, what an exciting time! 99, Jesus, a few famous 99s. Um, Wayne Gretzky obviously comes to mind, but there's so many others. Uh, Aaron Judge was another one, uh, for the Yankees, so that's another big one. 99, a massive year, uh, for sport in Melbourne, uh, with the Melbourne Storm winning their first premiership. Um, uh, what an amazing effort that was to knock off St. George, uh, that, who were the storm at the time were very much underdogs. So I remember that very well. Um, didn't make the trip up to um, Sydney at the time, but got to watch it at Crown Casino uh, in amongst plenty of St. George supporters. And we knocked them off right at the end. So it was a fantastic effort. And there's a jersey right in the background there that uh, I wore in 99. Doesn't kind of fit the same as it used to in 99, I must admit, but... Uh, here we go. Anyway, um, another one we've got. Um, what we're going to do is I'm going to play that quick 99s that we, we normally uh, pick up a couple of things from that year. Um, and here we go. It goes for about a minute. So here we go with 99s. There it is. Show 99. A lot of things happened um, around 99. Seems like forever ago now, but sometimes I flash back very quickly and it wasn't so long ago. So um all right, we've got a really special show tonight. Uh, flying solo, uh, the boys uh, aren't with me again tonight, but I really enjoy these one-on-one -on -one chats. Um, we get to have a chat to Matt Ward tonight. A um, little bit about him, just just quickly, and a song he's just released, which is really fitting around uh, football finals time um, with Melbourne Red League, uh, Melbourne Demons still being in the finals. We get to chat a little bit across the border over to South Australia. Um, with the Norwood Red Legs uh, and a song he's just put together there. And interestingly enough, um, I used to travel over to watch Melbourne play in Adelaide and go and see Norwood play generally on the Saturday or the Sunday, depending on where, when that was going on. And we'd catch, uh, we'd catch a Melbourne game in between on a Friday night, probably normally. Um, but here we go. We're going to play a little bit of this song and then we're going to get Matt up for a chat. Town hall next to Wards. Saturday, and my mates are all down for having fun. 
And I have finished all my weekend sports We're heading down to the Oval Watch my team on parade Watch our heroes run On this field that can't be done Watch the red legs win again Throw on my scarf and beanie Mum gave me 20 bucks The best side chips are right there Through the door Footy ends up on the street We dodge the cars and trucks And on my back are the numbers One and four Quarter time We jump the fence Run onto the grounds The grandstand seems to make it feel so real I kick it from the pocket And I hear the roaring crowd I try to find my dad up on the hill We're heading down to the Oval Watch my team on parade Watch our heroes run on this field that can't be done. Watch the red legs win again. Red legs. Oh, it just takes me back. Um, how awesome is that uh, to have a clip uh, involved at, lo- at local sport level, uh, very much local um, in, in relation to South Adelaide, South um, Australia with Norwood, but um, still it's, it marks all the same emotions in relation to sport. Um, and I can't wait for this Friday night. Uh, the Demons get to have a second chance. So it really gets me up and about uh, just having a look at that. Demons versus Carlton with 100,000 people in the stands and then directly across the road on the same night, you got Melbourne Storm um, playing the Sydney Roosters with uh, 30 plus thousand. So what an incredible place to be, Melbourne, at the moment. But all right, let's bring him up. Um, The band who put together that fantastic song, uh, Red and Blue uh, from Norwood. Let's bring him up, Mr. Matt Ward. Welcome, mate. G'day, Aaron. How are you? And there's my dog, Shooter. Sorry he's in the way, but uh, he'll just be a character in amongst this. Perfect. Yeah. How are you? Welcome, firstly, to uh, episode 99. It's a special episode of what's been happening, so it's really nice that we've got this football tie-in to kick us off. Yeah, congratulations on episode 99, and uh, I love the red legs, uh, Guernsey, up in the background there. Yes. It's, uh, I dug it out dug it out of the bottom of the drawer. It's, uh, it's a little bit smaller than I thought it was, um, so it shows you. Are you uh, not the same size you were when you were 18, unfortunately, at this point? Come on, mate. Out of the way. Let's get him out of the way. That's all right. No, as long as you're cool, he's cool there. (laughs) Have a seat. There you go. He's part of it. Um, Yeah, so tell us a little bit about that song, mate, how it came together and your your history or your association with Norwood itself. Yeah, so uh, my family's had an association with uh, Norwood for um, over 120 years. Uh, my great-grandfather started um, a shoe store there in 1909, uh, Alfred Walkley, um, and then my grandfather then my father, um, and they only sold it about eight or so years ago. And so um, 
yeah, they've had a, a long, long history with the with the area, and um, uh, my dad worked there for forty eight years, and I guess I had very strong connections with um, with Norwood because uh, I worked there. But as a kid, helping dad uh, close up the store at uh, sort of midday when the shops used to close at twelve thirty, and um, uh, we'd head down to the Oval uh, after that. And so yeah, I've been. Uh, meaning to write a song about that time and um, about uh, that experience and about the parade and, and something that ties in the family and my dad as well. And um, it all came together one one uh, one day down in Tassie when I was writing. I was actually, I wrote it down in Tassie whilst I was down there. So, yeah, that's a bit of the history of the song. Yeah, it's really cool. And a really cool clip to uh, be able to capture some of those moments in amongst the game yeah. and the great yeah, that- part about kicking the footy on the ground and all those kind of things. Yeah, that's right. So the songs, yeah, trying to uh, not only encapsulate that uh, uh, that pilgrimage down to the Oval that uh, we often take, you know, be it the AFL or be it local footy and, and grassroots footy, but um, the, also the spirit of uh, grassroots footy and community, um, being able to jump on the Oval and, and kick the footy at quarter time and three-quarter time and, and being in half-time even and being able to listen to the coach's speech and... Um, uh, yeah, all, all those things that I, I hope to be able to, you know, pass on to, um, you know, people associated with me as well in terms of uh, getting them involved in the community and and, uh, and the club. And, um, yeah, it's a really special time. And, uh, yeah, so it all came together nicely in the song, I reckon. Absolutely, it does. Um, yeah, what a great little memoir, really, for the few, for the to put into, into the time capital um, and hopefully yeah. it, gets, it gets played a little bit more often. Um, yeah, the, the club was really good as well. They um, they uh, allowed us to obviously film on the Oval and film that day and um, they had a, had a bit of a rough year. I actually pulled it together last year off the back of um, a great season that they had. I actually wrote it before they went, won the grand final last year and uh, they um, they weren't expected to win the grand final but they ended up winning it by one point and it was an absolute cracking game. And um yeah. I was like, oh, do I release it now or do I hold off? And so I decided to hold off because, you know, they won the grand final last year. They're sure to make the finals this year. And um, <laughs> then uh, after about eight games, they, they still hadn't won a song. So, um, yeah. Uh, But, yeah, the club were really good. And um, a, few of the, a few of the people in there, my partner's in there and, and her kids are kicking the footy on the oval there. So shout out to Fee and um, Finn and Archie if you're watching. Uh, it's time to go to bed soon. So, yeah. um, but it was good <laughs> yeah, that's right. But uh, listen, listen to your mum and off to bed. But uh, yeah, no, it was uh, it was fantastic that they were part of that as well. Yeah, fantastic. So obviously, growing up, born and bred in Adelaide. Uh, yeah, that's right. So yeah. uh, born and bred just down the road, and I grew up in the Adelaide Hills, and uh, now back down in in, in Norwood. So yeah, fantastic. What a great spot to be. Um, beautiful part of Adelaide. Yeah, the other link with the uh, with the Red Legs too is that um, it's Paul Kelly's uh, team and the team that he grew up with as well. So you see him reference Norwood every now and then, and um, in his uh, biography uh, film called One More Song, he sort of goes into band practice with the Vicar and Linda Ball and the like, and he's wearing a 2014 Finals Nord cap, I think it is. And um, so apparently he's got a copy of the song. So um, who knows? Hopefully, I hear from him to say good song. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's got a bit of a Paul Kelly ring to it, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, okay, mate. Well, what a what a great way to to start uh, with a brand new release uh, that you've had. Um, although you've had it in the mix, um, you finally finally get it to air and get it out there amongst um, amongst the crowd uh, or the public in general. So, congratulations on that. Firstly, thank um, you. 
All right, let's let's um just kick off a little bit with uh, your musical journey, mate, and how it all kind of began for you. I guess probably more, the first where I normally start is, you know, what's your first memory of, of music in the in the house in the household? <laughs> um, it was my dad's 80th yesterday no, on Sunday, and uh, I was actually talking about this um, on Sunday. He used to work quite early. Um, he was a workaholic um, and um, he'd be buying shoes. So he'd spread all the shoes out on the dining room table and, and uh, picked which shoes he was going to buy for the shoe store. And um, in so doing, he would crank up the opera or classical music at about eight o'clock on a, on a Sunday morning. And uh, um, that was certainly one of my most early, earliest memories um, was that, that blaring out across the house and all the kids waking up going, oh, turn that off, turn that off. But um, uh, then my – so that was one of my earliest memories, yeah. Yeah. Um, and did, a, did an instrument follow as a young kid? Um, yeah, so um, my, my sisters were all in, in choirs and um, I, I learned the piano from a, from a young age. Um, and um, so, yeah, there was certainly uh, my parents encouraged me to, to um, learn music and learn the foundations of music and uh, hopefully that's flowed through in, in some way, shape or form. But the guitar wasn't picked up until I was yeah, certainly a bit older. Yeah, okay. So it was piano because there was someone in the house that played piano or was that? How did it come uh, uh, well, yeah. So um, I think my one, one of my grandmas, my great grandma, was um, was quite a talented uh, piano player, and um, um, yeah, my parents just encouraged us kids to do it. So um, one of my sisters was learning as well. So, um, but you know, the old classical piano and, and learning by rote, and um, uh, yeah, those half an hour of practices every evening seemed like to be an absolute eternity. But now half an hour goes like that. So. Yeah, it sure does. Um, that's exactly right. Um, so tell us a little bit about your, you know, your influences as a young kid from a music point of view. Um, yeah. who, who did you like kind of probably in, in amongst your teens, I guess, probably is your first first real yeah, record. Definitely not, definitely, not, definitely not opera. Um, my sisters at the time were very much into Dire Straits um, and Sting and... Um, uh, Elton John, actually. So that, that's some of my earliest memories of um, an ice house. That was some of my earliest memories of um, popular music that I, I heard from my um, from my sisters. Um, the Muppets Christmas album was always a good one as well. So um, that was a little bit earlier. So, but that's still a classic. Um, and then, as I started to form my own taste, definitely sort of Australian rock, basically. So. Uh, Hootie Gurus were a big influence uh, for me in my sort of uh, teenage years um, and was the first live concert I went to. So, yeah, Australian rock was probably my, my go-to as a teenager before I started uh, branching out even further. Yeah. From Adelaide, Hootie Gurus? No, I'm pretty sure New South Wales. Yeah, yeah, he said New South Wales. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, all right. Yeah. Um, and what about later on then into your... You know, where did you kind of branch out? That was fairly mainstream. Did you, did right. you head down the rock road or, you know, where, yeah. what else did you get up to? Yeah, so I think oh, I don't know what generation I am, but certainly then moved into um, I was just coming out of school as uh, Nirvana were becoming big and Smashing Pumpkins were getting uh, quite big and Sonic Youth. Um, so definitely went down that path and, and then started following the Adelaide uh, alternative rock scene as well. So, um, yeah, from some popular music to Australian rock to alternative music essentially. And then um, then Roots became a thing and I started branching out into that um, before then um, 
certainly getting into country music, um, but um, hopefully the, the Norwood song sort of indicates that my songwriting can sort of span multiple genres essentially. So what's important for me is the song. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, that sounds like a good little segue, if you can. Uh, <laughs> uh, we might, we're gonna, you're going to be kind enough to hopefully play us something live. Absolutely. Uh, you want me to do it now? Yeah, let's do it, mate. Let's uh, no break up the program a little bit with that. That'd okay. be great. Now, I have, if I can find uh, my guitar pick, and my dog doesn't um, uh, bear with me one second. Is that all right? All right. I just have That's to uh, find a pick. Um, Absolutely. I have one. All right. Well, we uh, wait for Matt uh, to come back. Matt's uh, also involved in Heartland Music Australia, so look forward to having a chat to him about that. Um, and and his music that he's got coming up, we've got some exciting releases. Um, plus, he's got a little backtrack of of albums that you may not have heard. Um, so, we're going to just put up a little um, where to find Matt. Um, MattWardMusic.com is where you're looking to to uh, find him for um, all the information. Um, and it's a it's. It's got, I'm sure there's some upcoming gigs coming up that we'll talk about as well. So just as we wait for Matt to come back on, um, we will kind of get going again shortly. So here we are with Matt. Um, hopefully he's found a pick and we're ready to roll. I'm very all professional right, at the moment, very professional. Sorry That's about all that. Good. It's, a, it's a lazy Tuesday night um, sitting on the couch and thanks for inviting us into your room, mate. Of course. Um, I'm going to play a song uh, called uh, Holding On To You. Um, it's, a, it's a song about um, uh, a couple who uh, lose a child, um, essentially, and um, my sister and brother-in-law lost a child when they were um, young and, and he was only four years old, and so it's a bit of a song about that. It's called uh, Holding On To You. Whew, I just catch my breath. Um, and it's probably going to be on a future album that might come out next year. So, Brilliant. Tears so many, they almost come the norm. Tears so heavy, they bring in a nasty storm to our lives, into our homes, into our souls. Ten years of waiting, but the tears are all brand new. Ten years trying to both see it through. Cause we're weathering the storm that brings the cruel wind down that blows right through you and never turns around. Loads of dirty dishes filling up the dirty sink. Used to cause me retribution, used to put us on the brink of an argument. Oh, how I miss those days When he was around I used to walk a straighter line When I'd stray you'd pull me up You'd straighten up my tie Nowadays you walk away And I've become the castaway That you rescue all of the time Ever since I met you, I've been holding on to you. But ever since he left us, I've been cleaning up bottles for two. 
never thought that you would stay and we would see this through but i'm still glad i'm holding on to you Metaphors and goodwill, you can keep them to yourself. They never seem to speed up time when only time will help. With the demons and the bottles in their hands. The demons are our friends, these days we tolerate their mess. We tolerate their filthy minds as we regain our strength. We both let the men to distract us from the truth that we still miss him, and he ain't coming back. And ever since I met you, I've been holding on to you. And ever since he left us, I've been cleaning up bottles for two. I never thought that you would stay and we would see this through. I'm still glad I'm holding on to you. And I'm still glad I'm holding on to you. And I'm still glad I'm holding on to you. Thank you. That's beautiful, man. Beautiful words in that. Um, really powerful. Um, given the context of the song, but that song can almost also mean so much um, and not obviously have plenty of other uh, meanings outside of its direct meaning um, as a songwriter. So that, I think that's the most amazing part about songwriting is, is what other people read into some of your songs. And it's always an interesting conversation between um, songwriter or artist and, uh, and punter, I guess. Sometimes they think, a song's about something and it's completely not about that. But if that's what they get from it, um, sometimes that's kind of cool too. What do you think of that? And good good uh, conversation with work colleagues as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, where was where was that written, mate? And obviously a, a, a really tough time, obviously, for the family. But um, Yeah, I wrote that, that up in, in, uh, wrote that up in uh, Nundal in, uh, near Tamworth, actually, so on a songwriting retreat. And... Um, uh yeah um that was several years ago now and i've been waiting for the song to um uh, get some airtime and um i have recorded that one and uh yeah it is going to be part of a, a future future release um potentially next year fantastic well uh, i'm glad you gave it a little spin here for us tonight um absolutely so the songwriting process for you it's always an interesting one to talk to artists about um each song probably is a little bit different or each album may be a little bit different, but what's kind of your, your current uh, method of how you work? Um, it's a, yeah, it is an interesting question. Um, for me, it's a little bit varied. Um, 
sometimes um, songs um, come out naturally and you sit down and the lyrics and, you know, you've got something to uh, say and you've got uh, something to uh, write about and something to sing about and sometimes the lyrics and chords all come together. Um, sometimes I absolutely have to spend lots of time uh, writing and uh, get in a good rhythm of writing. Um, and other times I've just uh, ended up with a hook um, if I've come home late at night and I pick up the guitar and um, play a couple of things and, uh, you know, even just a, a little guitar riff and, and that's been the basis for songs as well. But, um, but the most fundamental thing in all of that is um, making sure that you're writing uh, consistently and, and, and frequently. So um, more recently, after I released my second album, which was late 2021, um, and COVID was still around and, and a few of the states weren't open and... Um, I stopped writing for about six months, but um, then then a, a car accident jolted me into gear, and I started writing again, and um, with some support of some special people. So um, then, for six to nine months, I just wrote consistently, almost every Saturday, and and that's what's come out of it. So that was yeah, a really enjoyable time. Yeah, wow, that's really interesting to hear um, that the the little jolt. Uh, hopefully, it was only a little jolt um, in a car accident, <laughs> nothing nothing more. Um, but obviously, it was a, quite a uh, a therapy type moment um, for you, was it? Yeah. To, uh, back into songwriting. It's interesting. I had a um, I had a reoccurring dream, um, and I've had a reoccurring dream. Um, one was about um, a road um, in some sort of marginal uh, country and a big long dip on this road with big valleys either side, and um, I'd had that several times, and a village at the bottom of it. Um, and I had another recurring dream about a um, outback landscape um, with a escarpment, a red escarpment, and, and an acropolis at the top. Um, and then, probably um, about April last year, these two uh, dreams came together. Um, and um, I, um, so I'd, I travelled both areas, and then I ended up at a, a pub in a town called Springton. Um, and I was there with Matt Fell, the producer, um, uh, who's produced one of my albums and some other songs as well and produced the Red and Blue song, um, and Kevin Welch, the really well-known uh, songwriter who's uh, the basis of a lot of um, uh, larger acts. And um, that was like, oh, why did that come together? And, and I was encouraged to write about that, and I was taking some leave to start some writing and do some writing and um, got my car serviced. And I said, oh, and this town, Springton, I'd never been to in my life and I was up in the Adelaide Hills. So I got my car serviced. I was about to go down to Tassie for a couple of weeks with Matt Fell to um, do some writing of my own and just get away and um, had four brand new tyres because I'm terrible at adulting and um, hadn't had my uh, car service for many years, slash 60,000 Ks. And, um, yeah, and it got a bit wet and um, I was just coming out of COVID and, um, yeah, I pulled out in front of a, a ute and um, they cleaned me up across the front. Unfortunately, everyone was okay, but um, I still went down to Tassie to write, but I think um, that added a extra level of, I guess, appreciation for what I had um, and appreciation. And, you know, it wasn't necessarily avert in my mind, but I'm sure it sort of uh, bubbled away inside me for, you know, many months after that in terms of uh, making the most of what you've got and um, appreciating what you've got. And, and that drove a lot of my songwriting um, at the time. Mm, no, absolutely. So so those visions or, or thoughts were, were part of kind of afterwards, after the accident? Um, no, they all came beforehand. Um, oh, yeah. 
I know I've managed to write one song based on that. Um, yeah. And uh, that'll be the opening song for my album, my next album. Um, and it's a, it's a very fun song. Um, but since then, I haven't had it, that dream at all. So, um, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, we've, visited, we've visited Springton and uh, it's an interesting place and we've driven around there and taken some photos, but um, who knows why it turned up. I, I have no idea. I've never been there in my life. So yeah. um, there's a big, there's an old pub there and you can't get any phone reception. Yeah, you got full 5G and you go inside the pub, there's no phone reception. It's a bit, bit quirky, but uh, yeah. Sounds like it's perfectly planned to me. <laughs> except yeah. for the car. Except for the car accident. I, I, I wouldn't take that, so. Yeah, correct. Absolutely. I no, I, I was referring to the five G inside the pub. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah. that is perfectly planned. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Would be hopefully a lot more of that. It would be nice. Um. So gigging for you. Um. Are you out and about? Are you are you kind of doing many gigs at the moment, or we've got some coming up? Um. I had a steady start to the year. Um. Here in Adelaide, and then I had a tour in New South Wales. So with one of my other Heartland Music Australia artists, um, Amber Ray Slade, we had a um, a mini tour in New South Wales, um, and uh, Cronulla and Tamworth and, and Dungog and, and Sydney. Um, and then I put on a show here in Adelaide, um, which was a pretty large show involving three country acts, and um, that was through Heartland Music Australia. Um, and since then, I've been uh, concentrating on releasing the Norwood song um, and doing some planning for my next album. So, But I do have another release coming up uh, later this year. So um, I'm going to drop a little EP, a, a live EP with my um, Adelaide band. Um, and uh, we'll have a, a few shows around that um, for that one and, and leading up to Christmas and, and, and then in January as well. Um, Plans to go to Tamworth. We don't know whether it'll come off. It's really hard organising from Adelaide, to be honest. It's a, it's a tough gig. There's 600 artists, you know, competing for some very few places. So just keeping an eye on that one. And and then for my album next year, certainly intend to um, tour that. Yeah, perfect. All right. Well, we might get you to play one more for us and then we'll have a chat about Heartland Music. Um, no worries. Up-and-coming artists and things like that as we talk in the next step. If you hear my dog, he's um, scratching away. He's obsessed with reflections, and, and the guitar um, gives off a few reflections. So, um, it all adds to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this song's called uh, The Last Night, and um, it's also going to be in my album next year. So a couple of uh, insights into my album for next year. Tonight is the last night. I'll take the long way back home There's no escaping We don't know the end to this road the Streets that are winding Roads that are rough the Freeways I'm fine Highways above I'll take you home Every night On a road that is new It could be the last night The last night I drive home with you Tonight is the last night Let's take a look at the moon 
There's no escape in the light as it shines in my room. Stars that are shining, stars turn to dust, thunder and lightning, cool change for love. I hold you tight as the dawn slowly comes into view. It could be in the last night, the last night that I sleep with you. Night is the last night, tell myself time after time. There's no escaping, I can't get you off of my mind. Dreams that were floating, dreams turned to dust. Dreams where we're holding, dreams that you blushed. I close my eyes every night, hoping now love is true. It could be the last night, the last night that I dream of you. I close my eyes every night. Open now, love is true. Could be the last night, the last night that I dream of you. Won't be the last night, the last night that I dream of you. Beautiful, mate. Fantastic. <coughs> Thanks for doing those two songs for us. Of course, um, of course, it's been really, a while. So. <laughs> really appreciate it. Yeah, it's always, um, it's always good to, you know, the sound's always not perfect, and, and it never is kind of on this chat. But that's really not what it's about. It's about uh, exactly. just kind of getting the musician in that feel of, you know, playing music and 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 having a bit of an outlet. And um, it's really cool to for us to capture those kind of moments like that inside your own uh, lounge room. So yeah, thanks man. for doing that for us. Real. Thanks for having me on. Um, so Heartland Music. Yes. Tell, tell us a little bit about that journey, mate. It's uh, <laughs> it's one close to your heart, no doubt, and um, it, it's 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 what drives you, no doubt. So yeah, my my first album was called Heartland, and um, the name was floating around uh, for a little while, and um, I guess. I am somebody who likes to support other people. Um, I'm somebody who likes when I when I see a gap or I see a problem that needs fixing, but you know something that needs some leadership. I quite often jump in, um, and um, I've got a number of friends um, who I really uh, respect their songwriting. Um, some of the best songwriters in Australia, I reckon, um, and um, I wanted them to get more airplay, essentially. Um, the the music scene and the digital music scene is um, an absolute nightmare to, to, to navigate around, and uh, it still is. I, I'm not sure if I've helped in that at all, but um, 
so I've been working with people who have mentored me and I wanted to help a number of other artists, including, so we've got Nathan Seeks, a great songwriter, Harvey Russell and Amber Ray Slade um, as part of Heartland Music Australia. And essentially I wanted a light touch sort of record label feel that enabled them to get a wider platform um, and um, also the ability to, so we've had some Heartland Music Australia launch shows in Adelaide with, with Nathan and Amber and, um, you know, I'd like to do that in their states as well, um, you know, create a community around that where we support each other. So um, that's the intent and um, also to curate essentially an artistic base for my own label, if that makes sense. So um, there's, there's labels out there um, and there's, distributors out there and but they you know they, they distribute a wide range of types of music and with Heartland I wanted to curate I guess a little bit of a, a touch and feel and, and look um, and essentially authenticity around uh, the other artists that um, were part of that so you know there's, there's no hard and fast rule as to who, who's a part of Heartland per se but some um, these songwriters are you know I feel like they're real um, they're great songwriters and and um, they um, uh, yeah, they're in it for the right reasons, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Heartland's really a distribution platform or label? Um, yeah, essentially, but I do that through um, another, I've got a partnership with Czech Label Services, but we, we would look yeah. to, you know, any good distro deal as the um, landscape evolves essentially. So essentially it's a, a label um, and, and a community essentially of artists. So um, sure. Um, yeah, a bit of a bit of both. It's a bit hard to put a hard, hard and fast tag on on some of these things uh, these yeah. days because of the nature of uh, digital music. So, yeah, and, and I think that's a really good point that uh, it is ever evolving and it's 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 moving with what um, different artists need. Uh, yeah, what you right. are is, is very much an outreaching uh, kind of platform where you know someone can come to you, be mentored effectively, get the advice. Because um, you're right, young artists. Uh, it, it's a challenging world. It's a challenging world for older artists out there now um, who aren't used to these distribution methods. Uh, the only good part that's come back is vinyl's back um, with a vengeance, that's I right. think. And even cassettes are sneaking back in. Um, there's right. been a few cassette uh, recordings done not long ago with a few bands. Um, that's I think right. it's a little little bit of a uh, flash in the pan moment there. I don't think that's here for long, but... Um, <laughs> It's good to see vinyl records back. Uh, what's your, are you a vinyl collector? Um, a, a small one. So, yeah, I, I've, um, I've had my record player now for 15 or so years and I've got a small record collection and, um, yep. yeah, I, I chop and change between that and, and listen to digital music. But um, I am a firm believer that um, nothing beats listening to an album start to end um, and quite often if, you, you know, if your needle's not covered in dust, um, the warmth of a, of a record... Um, yeah, nothing beats that. So my last album, if I was in Dallas tonight, I recorded it in Texas and, and they did the mastering. They did you know, a fantastic job with the mastering and production for that full vinyl and it's incredibly warm and sharp. And, um, yeah, I'm, yeah. so I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Yeah, it's not it's not just a vi um, uh, an audio thing with, with um, the LPs either. It's, it's very much a visual medium and, and a very relaxing thing to watch. Uh, That's the needle absolutely. and the record yeah. spinning and and the whole the whole story that comes with it because generally most of the time it's an older player uh, that's out there and it's it's got a history um, and it's it's really interesting to hear some of the stories of how old some of these uh, record players are and where they've come from and um, 
what their stories really are. So it's really cool. Uh, and and you're right, that little that little end crackling that you still get in, in amongst the record players is uh, makes it pretty special. But there is definitely still a um, or very much a place for for digital mediums. It's just mm. hard to uh, navigate the system and get it out there. But talk about reach, um, you know, it's one way to uh, to get out to the masses for sure. Just sadly, yeah. um, sadly, it doesn't all come back to the artist. It's quite a quite a challenging platform, isn't it? The That's right. Space. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, yeah, there's a lot of algorithms that sit behind, <laughs> like yeah. our social media. I think there's a lot of algorithms that sit behind the digital. But I think at the end of the day, however hard work and and getting out and playing shows and um, playing killer shows and um, attracting an audience that way, nothing beats that. So um, for, yeah. for those artists that are doing it, they, they deserve um, all the credit they get. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it just, it's interesting you, you bring up, uh, if I was in Dallas tonight, that's one of the great covers for me. Um, it's, it's, you've got some really good album covers, man. I really like uh, the way they're done, they're shot. They kind of, they remind me of some real old album covers. Uh, and I think obviously that was some part of the intention, but um, yeah, there's some great, great stuff here. So who are they all from different um, uh, kind of uh, artists and stuff you worked with to put that together or how, how have some of these albums covers and stuff been put together? Yeah, they've been consistently done by, there was one there that I did myself, the sharper black and white one, but uh, the rest were have been yeah consistently done by um, a chap called Shelton Hollis, um, he does artwork also for Andrew Swift and Greta Zilla and some other um, lots of other people as well. And he's based in Nashville. He's a he's a lovely um, lovely man. And uh, he did the red and blue one as well. So without necessarily knowing much about Australian football, although he has been based in Melbourne previously, um, he, he he really captured the background of the red and blue one. If you look closely, it's actually this material of a scarf, like a footy scarf, and um, yeah, yeah he, he's done a fantastic job. So I look forward to working with him more on on my future ones as well. My next EP coming out in November and my album next year. Yeah, definitely a creative talent, um, and and helps bring an album to life, no doubt. It's it's Absolutely. not very much a visual uh, medium, obviously. When you see an album cover and you're flicking through. What's yeah. the, what do we feel? And there's got to be a hook and a catch there as well, as much as the music is. Um, why, uh, especially if you don't know the artist, and you, why should I give this this album a shot? Um, yeah. It's got to be something. So must be must be a challenging process, no doubt. I need to get my vinyl out there more. Uh, you're making me, you're reminding me. So, <laughs> yeah. yep, absolutely. Um, it's always obviously the advantage of uh, playing shows is get to drag some vinyl. If 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 the artist remembers, I remember plenty of artists. That, <laughs> That say to me, um, if I brought some merch, I could sell it. But yeah, that's uh, right. yeah the, at least I brought the guitar on nine out of ten times. <laughs> so that's a challenge uh, on tour, and it's been a challenge on tour on the back of COVID and trying to get instruments in and out around uh, the country. Uh, that's been a challenge. I've heard plenty of horror stories from artists um, in the recent times. You haven't had any of those horror stories yourself, have you? Uh, no horror stories about uh, gear, just um, parking tickets from the lovely police from New South Wales or ticket inspectors from New South Wales as I was playing a show in Cronulla and unloading gear um, and uh, dropping myself off at a hotel. So that was 300 bucks later for, you know, stopping in a no-stopping zone for two seconds. So that, yeah. that's the only, yeah, that's my fault. Yeah, the old, uh, the old bump in and bump out's never, never a fun exercise and never enough room <laughs> anywhere at a pub. 
that's uh, right to get that done so that's that's the joy of a festival i guess but even that's still a challenge yeah that's right uh, give us give us an insight uh, and a question. Obviously, most ninety of well, all these questions are all without notice. Uh, that's kind of the joy <laughs> of how we how we roll on this show is just chat as we go. But um, just give us an artist that we kind of should be should be looking out for, and um, and up, maybe an up and coming artist or an artist we may not have heard of. That's kind of in yeah. your either in your suite or or just someone you're kind of really gelling with at the moment. Yeah, um, I will have to give a shout out for one of my um, Heartland Music Australia artists, uh, Amber Ray Slade. So she's released a um, a couple of singles um, so far, and she's um, uh, moving towards a, a new album hopefully uh, next year. And um, Amber is always writing, and, and she's got a, a very um, different, unique turn of phrase in in um, in her writing and. She's uh, lived a very interesting life, um, Detroit via Nashville to Australia, and um, uh, she has a genuine, um, genuine sort of outlaw feel to her writing, um, uh, which captures not only elements of her life but also probably uh, tinges of um, you know Western fronts of America essentially, and, and a bit of that noir Western feel. So, and she brings them together really nicely. So. Um, yeah, I encourage people to jump online and, and follow her on, on on digital media and, and Spotify and, and the like, um, and look out for her new music. and And um, she's released a, a great clip recently of um, it's very unique. People will have to jump online to see how that one plays out. Um, uh, so yeah, a shout out for for Amber Ray Slade for sure. And another one, if I can, my other yeah. artist. Uh, I know you've had Nathan Seeks on, and he's just dropped an amazing album. So um, uh, definitely worth checking out Nathan Seeks' album. Um, one of Australia's great songwriters, and probably somebody who is also um, uh, under over, overlooked is Harvey Russell. So he's got some some new music coming out on Friday week, um, and um, yeah, he his his songwriting. Once you start to prise it apart and listen a bit deeper, he's a very clever songwriter. So a shout-out for my fellow Heartland Music Australia artists. Beautiful. That's totally what I hope to, hope to expect from you to, <laughs> to, to look within. Um, but, I mean, that's a shout-out to both those artists. Uh, obviously, we've had Nathan on the show, but definitely an extension to anyone else that wants to uh, hit us up for a chat. Um, we're a little, obviously, a little minnow in the, in the play of the music world, but we love to connect to other artists, and hopefully that's just sits there in the library out there uh, in the big world and um, and you never know who picks it up at what time and gets something out of the chat. So absolutely, um, they're always welcome. We've uh, It started with show number one and it was never supposed to go past show number one. It was just the chat during the COVID oh, yeah. time and um, right. obviously music got shut down. So we uh, we invited a friend, another friend that was an artist on and just played a few songs in between our chats and it's kind of uh, grown legs really from there. And it's hard yeah. to believe that we're kind of uh, about to turn show 100 after uh, pretty much three years. We're, we're no means um, doing them as regularly as we used to, um, but just in the last kind of month, they've kind of really cranked up again. So we look forward to uh, being able to uh, keep them going. Uh, so special, special guest for number 100? Special guest for number 100 or...? Uh, we're not really sure. Yeah. It's going to kind of sneak up. Um, it's probably going to be football related because we're, we're still in final edition. We um, we might save hundred and we might just start on hundred and one and hundred and two <laughs> and come back to show hundred and just slot it in there later. But uh, we yeah, it's kind of caught us a little bit by uh, surprise actually, to be perfectly honest. And we haven't uh, 
we haven't hooked up too many more, but another uh, good friend of ours on the show, Matt Joe Gow, is going to join us in the next couple of shows. So we really look forward to having a chat to Matt um, and hope to get uh, some of the artists we've had on before, um, which are uh, Charles Jenkins in particular. We're going to have a chat to him again, which has been a while. So um, good boy from Adelaide back in the day. Yeah, he was in Adelaide last weekend, I think. So, Yeah, incredible talent. Yeah. Um, um, and just a uh, couple of last questions, if you, if you don't mind, before we just finish up quickly. Um, and once again, thanks for sharing your time. Uh, you, you're 100% right. The time does tick by pretty quickly and we're, we're heading up to 50-odd minutes, mate. So time really does tick by. So I appreciate your time. No, thank uh, you. Tuesday night with us, um, I'm sure you could be uh, reading your kids a bedtime story or uh, doing something like that. But um, good. appreciate your time very much. I so. appreciate so, your support. Yeah. Um, just give us a word, a quick word of advice for any young kind of artists up there um, at the moment, kind of looking for a bit of direction or or um, probably maybe a little challenge, uh, something very simple that you can get them to, to kind of adapt uh, or think about. Yeah. Um, sounds... Sounds cliche, but uh, be true to yourself, and but, but be true to the song as well. So, um, and that comes about by being vulnerable, um, letting people have access to sort of your inner soul a little bit, um, and um, and also be regular in your writing as well. So um, keep that up, uh, keep the writing up. So um, so two things, uh, be authentic and true to yourself in the song. There's probably about three things now. And then the other one is keep writing. So, And don't do what I do. Also get guitar lessons and learn how to play guitar properly. <laughs> yeah. um, but if you don't can't play guitar properly, get a good band around you, right? So it's uh, just a quick shout out to the, the, the your band in particular. Um, just give us a feel for who's in the band and um, yeah, so the instrument setups. Yeah, so I've got a five piece band, um, sometimes six piece uh, here in Adelaide, and drums uh, Max Taluski on drums. Um, he also plays in uh, rock and roll bands and in power punk bands. So he's a very diverse artist. Uh, Tim Bodman on bass, um, Darren Zaza on guitar, and uh, Greg Blanche on pedal steel guitar. Um, and Greg's played with a whole range of artists over time. And um, and occasionally we get um, a fiddle player on board as well. So um, I love the feel of a of a six piece band. Uh, and uh, yeah, I love love the feel of having a band around me. So and um, some of the music we're going to release in November is um, them recorded live in the studio. Okay, perfect. Sounds great. Look forward to it. Um, can we see you in Victoria at any time soon? What's the... uh, prob Probably next year as part of my album, I reckon. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Unless Nathan wants to have me across for some Heartland Music Australia shows. So. Well, there's a shout-out to Nathan. Uh, That's right. Support those who support you, Nathan. Um, absolutely. <laughs> you, uh, you definitely need Matt over. Um, I'm sure Nathan would love to, uh, to open for your... Um, for your album launch, maybe. Who knows? Ah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Down at uh, Pistol Pete's in Geelong would be, ah, yes. uh, would be a super gig for sure. So, um, all right. And the last question for you, mate. Um, one of our other guys on the show, normally we hit him with this one. He gets to ask about one question for the night. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's uh, you're, having a, you're having a dinner uh, and you're sitting around a table. It's you 
um, and five other guests. They can be living or dead. Um, yeah. Who would they be? Um, they would be, uh, I'd have to say, Paul Kelly. Yeah, I'd love to have great. a beer with, with Paul Kelly. Um, he probably doesn't want to talk about South Australia, but that's okay. Um, I'd have um, probably my grandfather that uh, I never met. Um, he was a he was a hairdresser, um, and um, uh, I knew he's my mum's dad, and um, I knew his wife uh, very well, my my nana, but I, I never got to meet him. Um, I would. Um, Oh, this is, I should have been better prepared for this. Um, well, I didn't prepare you at all, so it's fair. Oh, you didn't? Oh, okay. So. Um, we hit you with this. I mean, we do it mainly on complete impulse because we know, and, and at times people get stuck for a third or a fourth or whatever, and it really doesn't matter. It's more yeah. a case of just who's who's in their mind. It might be an artistic influence. Um, yeah. It might be their so, absolute hero. Uh, who would it be? Yeah, so on that theme, I'd, I'd also have my, my partner, um, her, her her father as well. It's his birthday today and, and he's no longer with us. Would have loved to have met him. And um, then um, I need a sports person, Tony Modra. Beautiful. Godra. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> Godra. I was, the, I was behind the Godra banner. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. What an incredible player he was, uh, for sure. Good friend of mine, uh, Richie. Um, Barrack for... Barrack from North Adelaide. Uh, okay. He was, uh, he was crazy on coming. He lived in Melbourne. He was a surfer and um, always yep. got back and got there as much as often and still does. Drives to Adelaide uh, almost weekly when they get to play there and still follows them and uh, loves them. Uh, so shout out to, to Richie that absolutely loved Modra back in the day. What a super talent he was. Absolutely. All right, mate. Um, thanks so much for your time. Um Really appreciate it. Please reach out to us at any stage when you've got anything new or, or the album um, or the, the record label, anything you want to push and promote at any stage, we'll, uh, we'll do appreciate what we can to help support you. But what we're going to do, I'm going to play um, just a little clip from Nobody Told Me, which is just a little teaser you have on YouTube, just to show a little bit of the band. And um, I know the dates kind of mentioned there probably are relevant now as far as release dates and things, but you can definitely find... Uh, Anything you want um, about Matt uh, on mattwardmusic.com is where you're looking up. So please reach out. And once again, Matt, episode 99 has been a special one with us. Uh, the Gretzky edition, we'll call it. It's now called the Matt Ward edition. Um, fantastic to join us. Uh, so all the best, mate. Have a great week. Uh, and most importantly, enjoy the, the album writing process that you're about to go through again. Uh, and yeah. really look forward to a new release soon. Awesome. Thanks for having me and thanks for the support. Anytime. Beautiful. Uh, fantastic. Thanks, Matt, for joining us. Um, that has been episode 99 of So What's Been Happening. A shout out to all the artists that have joined us on the 99 shows. Um, and I know there's probably one or two, or there's definitely one or two that I need to add to that list, um, and including um, 
Matt himself. So look forward to show 100. We're actually doing a show tomorrow night, which we're going to call show 101. Um, and we're going to save something special for show 100. We're going to do something a little bit different. So um, thanks for jumping on and look forward to having a chat soon. So have a great week. Go Demons. And you've been listening to So What's Been Happening. Have a good day.